today uh some technical difficulties as always uh hope you guys are doing well uh welcome to the uh, dudes of kung fu legacy live as uh most of you guys know the kind of face of the dudes of kung fu podcast has changed in the last month um obviously with the passing of big sean uh it's kind of a end of the Big Sean era for the uh, Dudes of Kung Fu podcast. So um, uh, as many of you know, I kind of thought long and hard about, you know, what to do with the future of the podcast. And uh, I decided that, you know, it's very difficult for me to continue this podcast and pretend that it would be the same thing without Big Sean across, you know, the the video screen there making fun of me and uh, giving me shit for my hair or whatever. And uh, whoever I would get as a replacement uh, would wouldn't be the same, you know, it would be, uh, it would be a podcast that was kind of an empty shell of the way it used to be. But I think the best thing for us to do for the dudes of Kung Fu is to do something like this. So, you know, maybe once every four weeks, six weeks, depending a little bit on my schedule, we do a live legacy episode like this on Facebook, which gives you guys all the chance to kind of, you know, uh, uh, you know, you know, post and uh you know let us know what you think and we could share big uh big sean stories and talk some wing chun and jeet kundo and uh i would uh try to for every one of those live episodes get a um get a guest uh to you know talk with me so maybe have a different guest every time uh tonight since we are doing uh you know this is the first dudes of kung fu episode uh since the final episode with big sean i've decided that uh you know what what better way to kind of start this uh tradition of having a legacy podcast than uh to spend the time talking about big sean and trading some big sean stories and talking a little bit about some of the things we'll do in the future and uh bring on some guests to um to talk with me so um i think that that's what we're going to do today so today is going to be all about big sean and so it would be awesome for you guys to, you know, go ahead and type in any things, uh, you know, any stories you had about uh, Big Sean, things that you, uh, um, you know, remember either from the podcast or interactions that you may have had with him, uh, you know, whether texting with him or talking with him on the phone and, uh, you know, all that stuff is really great. I'm going to be scrolling down um, the, uh, hey guys, I'll see you for David Peterson here. Always great to see you guys. Good to see you too, Dwight. Awesome. Uh, I think Dwight is also a definite potential future guest host of Dudes of Kung Fu with me. Uh, I would like to kind of keep a bit of a tradition of maybe having a, uh, you know, having a Jeet Kune Do person across from me. And, uh, but, you know, there's only a limited number of Jeet Kune Do people, I think, who have the time uh, uh, and the uh, interest in doing something like this. It would be really awesome to have uh, Dwight come in and be a guest host on a couple of these. I'll obviously have some other Wing Chun uh, peeps in there as well, as well as some people that we've had before. Uh, tonight, at some point during the podcast, I want to tell you guys my favorite Big Sean story. And it was a story that he never wanted to tell on the podcast. Uh, and I was always trying to push him to tell this story, but he was like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. And once I tell you guys this story, 
if you go back and listen to some older episodes, you will actually realize that I'm always I was always prodding him to tell this story on the like live on the episode, but he was like he'd always change the topic or something like that. But um, now I think finally uh, I have the chance to tell the story, and it is a it is a great story. It is perhaps one of my favorite the you know one of my favorite Big Sean stories for sure. And uh, uh, it was a story for for those of you who don't know, and some of you who've been guests on the podcast. Usually when we record it for like five to 10 minutes before the podcast went on, you know, Big Sean and I would kind of, you know, as we say in America, shoot the shit. And we'd, you know, hey, how you doing? How was your week? How's everything going? And then we go, okay, what do you want to talk about tonight? And, you know, we'd have a couple topics and we'd go, okay, maybe I'll bring this up. I'll try to talk about that. So we'd have a very loose structure, which nine times out of 10, we would end up not following at all. Uh, so, um, you know, we, we really tried our best to, to hold to it, but we normally didn't. But it was in the time before the episode actually recorded that he would sometimes tell me some crazy stories and then be like, all right, but I don't want to mention the person involved. I'll tell like a, uh, um, a lighter version of the story. And then sometimes he would say something during the podcast. And when the podcast would end, we would kill the recording, but we'd still be on the phone with each other talking. And I'd be like, Hey, Sean, you know, you mentioned something about this guy or, you know, something and then and then it was in those times before and after the episodes that he would sometimes tell me stuff that just I mean you guys know Big Sean had amazing stories you know like people love that samurai sword on the bus story all the crazy stories that were amazing but you have to imagine to a certain degree those were the stories he would tell on the podcast Sean was a, a veritable cornucopia of stories that were like, what? And he's like, yeah, but I can't tell that story. Oh, I can't bring it on the podcast. Uh, so I'm going to tell you guys one of those stories, one of my favorites. Uh, I'm going to try to do it justice. Um, obviously, you know, maybe I don't remember all the uh, details exactly the way, uh, you know, the way he told it. And of course, I can't exactly tell it in that very typical, um, you know, kind of Big Sean way, but I, I'll, I'll do my best, okay? I'll put it to you, uh, put it to you that way. Uh, yeah, he was definitely, um, definitely very, very respectful and he didn't want, um, you know, he didn't want people to, uh, you know, feel put out and, you know, and he didn't want to uh, ever use the um, podcast as kind of like a bully pulpit to go and call people out and stuff like that, which is obviously something we try to adhere to. But um, in certain cases, you know, uh, the stories didn't, they weren't going to call out anyone. They were just things he just preferred not to tell. So anyway, I promise I will tell my favorite Big Sean story a little bit further down the line. We'll wait for a few more people to come on. I have my, uh, my very first guest coming in here. Uh, someone you guys are probably somewhat familiar with, with the podcast. Um, he's actually the producer of our podcast, kind of the person who helped put everything together. And he's also Big Sean's son. And this is uh, John Madigan. I'm going to let him in here. And uh, this is being streamed through Zoom. So it's going to just take me a moment here. I'm going to switch it to the gallery view there, connecting with the audio here. And uh, he's always got those cool, I love those glasses, man. Those are great. <laughs> uh, thank you, man. Can you hear me? I can hear you, man. It's good to see you, man. How you doing? Good to see you too, man. How you doing? 
Good, good, good. Um, you know, it, it, it's funny. You have a very similar aura to your father. I'm looking across <laughs> there and I'm seeing you with the shaved head. And, you know, of course, your, your dad wouldn't be caught dead in those glasses, even if he needed them. But <laughs> you have the aura of Big Sean in front of you and it, it feels amazing. It feels amazing. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. So, you know, the glasses are because I'm colorblind, right? Yes, yes. I know that. Which way I'm saying, <laughs> even if he needed them, he wouldn't wear them. <laughs> Only because he knows this would cancel anything he can do talking shit about my hair. I'd be like, exactly. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, that's that's totally true. He did try them on though. He did try them on, and he likes um my speaker, my my glasses. Believe it or not, they actually have speakers built into it. They have Bluetooth speakers oh, built into the glass. So he thought that was. I was trying to convince him to get him, but he he didn't, he wouldn't do it. Like, that's a little that's a little too much for him. I think right? it's, it's a little much. It's a little much. Right, right. right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I was thinking, uh, because I have another project, which I had mentioned to you a little bit about something to do for the dudes, which we'll talk yeah. a little bit about later, but I was kind of like starting to write down a little bit about like the history of the dudes and, uh, you know, how it came to be. And I know that, you know, uh, Big Sean approached me about doing it. He thought it would be a good idea, but I think the original idea about having a podcast was actually your idea, right? Yeah. So basically, um, I, I was doing my own podcast. I was doing a podcast with my friend and we, we weren't getting numbers. We weren't, you know, we weren't anything successful or anything, but we were having fun with it. Um, but, you know, I know my father, you know, he's, he's been in the game for a long time and, you know, certainly on his big JKD Facebook page and, you know, in terms of other things that he does, you know, he seems to always have an audience. He seems to always, right. you know, he brings in people. I'm like, so I said to him and he was having fun listening to my podcast. So I, I was telling him for a while. I'm like, you know, you should just start a podcast. I'm like, just do it. You know what I mean? Just and because I because I, I, I knew if he started it, I knew people would join and I knew if people would join, he would really get into it and like really wanted to like make it good and make people enjoy it. So, yeah, that. I mean, it took him a while to like before he actually decided to do it. I was kind of pushing him for a while to do it before right. he, before he actually you know you know finally did it and you know contacted you and you know created the dudes of kung fu. But yeah, yeah I I was kind of pushing him for a while to start a podcast, and I wanted I I, I knew it was going to work out. I knew people would at least come and enjoy. I didn't think it was going to get this big. I had right. no. I don't think any of us thought it was going to get this. Oh, big. I had no idea. But for me, it didn't matter because I always loved just talking to your dad. So it was like, all right, it's kind of an excuse for us at the very least. If no one listens to it, I'm going to have a chance to talk to your dad at least once a week and, you know, shoot the shit about Wing Chun and Jeet Kune Do. By the way, I was just scrolling through the comments and somebody <laughs> somebody commented, hey, John, are you going to swear? <laughs> Because I guess Fuck that's yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I guess that was traditionally your dad's uh, uh, role in the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, you you really didn't swear too much. My father did a little too much swearing. Right. There was definitely some complaints that came in from people who wanted to listen to the podcast with their kids and stuff, and right. felt the need to shut it off at certain points uh, because of my father, you know. But you know, right. as much as my father wanted to tame himself, I don't think he could really do that too. Well. No, I mean, it was it was it was part of his charm, and I remember when one time we had a. Uh, Sifu Burton Richardson mm -hmm. and uh, he was one of our guests like from the, I think the first or second season and he was like yeah I'll do it but Big Sean cannot swear <laughs> my daughter's gonna listen to it right and I remember recording that episode and just watching your dad like like every time he was talking like he had to be so mindful to not right. drop an f-bomb or something like that I 
I remember that I remember him telling me about that, but you know, before you guys started recording, I remember he was very nervous about because he was very excited to have Burton Richardson on. He was very right. excited to do the episode, have him on and whatnot, but he really didn't want to screw that up. He really didn't. Right. Like, he really like had to like think about what he was going to say before he actually said it instead of just speaking off the cuff like we are. Right. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> but so he was really like he always loved having guests on the show. He really liked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was great, and he was always uh, you know so taken back by you know how the podcast took off and and you know like how many people got into it did he did he mention to you like anything about he was kind of like surprised uh, that oh, all the time yeah well, we would talk we would talk about it all the time um you know we were always looking at the numbers and you know and you know what states and what countries you know we have access to all that we can see you know what countries and pe- you know people in bangladesh are freaking listening to do it to come through <laughs> you know and we were like we're like who's li-? as the numbers got higher it was really like it was really mind blowing. We were always we were always talking about the numbers and who was watching where. And you know, when when Patreon people would subscribe too, we couldn't believe you know people were subscribing on Patreon. Like we would text each other like two more people signed up from Patreon. It's like holy crap! It's uh, we would we would always talk about that stuff. He always talked about the podcast. We always um, would sit down and talk about it and text each other about it. Um, it was always mind blowing. And then. You know, and we, you know, right before my father passed, we had that episode where Paramount Pictures reached out to us, you know, just to kind of show the magnitude of where the podcast was and where it's going. I mean, we yeah. had Paramount Pictures reach out to us to to sponsor the jujitsu movie. Yeah, I mean, amazing. Like what? The, I mean, they didn't pay us, but you know. But, <laughs> but by the way, what you the way you just said that was so your father. He's like, <laughs> I mean, they didn't pay us, but you know, that was so something your dad would say. <laughs> but like, just just the fact that like you know a major movie studio contacted us, yeah, to promote the the jujitsu movie is just like it's just like like do they know who we are? Like like how did they like we didn't reach out to them? They reached out to us. Like right. it's amazing. Like I had no idea like the the podcast reach because obviously, you know, a lot of people in the Wing Chun world know who I am through Wing Chun, but I I remember I told your dad this and it totally blew him away. I was in Hong Kong maybe 3 years ago and uh I was like in the middle of uh uh, kind of like the, the the bar and I'm not a drinker I don't I don't go out and drink mm-hmm. but sometimes my students they, they want to you know have a drink or something like that's so, okay we go to a bar and we're sitting at a bar and they're drinking and we're shooting the shit and someone came up to me and said uh are you Alex Richter from the dudes of Kung Fu <laughs> and I was like what like I couldn't remember. the guy was from Finland of all wow. so from Finland he was in Hong Kong spots me and recognizes me from the podcast which was like wow that Insane. was you know, for me that was unbelievable that was really incredible um, that's really really I mean my father loved you know meeting fans talking to fans you know on, on video chat and stuff I know he met a bunch of people at your uh your city wing chung event that he he attended i don't yes, know the name yes. the t- was the 10th anniversary what was it, uh, it was the, that was the 15th anniversary 15th, yeah. 15th anniversary um you know, meeting people who who watch the podcast and listen, it was always kind of weird to realize that you know people actually watched it. And then when when you guys had like those high pro high profile episodes where you were gonna have you know certain guests on or talk about a certain topic that was you know you knew was gonna kind of draw in some extra views, you know he would get a little nervous. He would get a little nervous beforehand. He's like, it's it's just weird to think that you're gonna talk and you know people are listening. You know you're yes. gonna hear feedback on this. <laughs> you know, so it, he would get a little nervous sometimes. You know before. You know, before a podcast that he knew was kind of going to draw in some extra downloads. 
um, but he loved it. He loved meeting fans. He loved talking to fans. And, you know, I guarantee, you know, if you sent in a message or a comment or whatever on the Facebook page or the Patreon page or on Twitter and stuff, you know, we may have, you know, didn't respond to every question just because there was a large magnitude of stuff that came in. But there's, you know, I would say uh, almost 100% chance that my father definitely read it. <laughs> you know, you know your, your comment was read. <laughs> Right. Uh, there's one comment here says, John, your dad could have had a podcast about napkins or melting ice cubes and I would have listened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. My father probably could have talked about anything. And um, he, he's not, he actually he talked about doing other podcasts. Um, he wanted to do like like TV themed podcasts. Like uh, there was a show that we watched as a family called Big Brother, which is just a really trashy reality show where they lock right. a bunch of people in the house and you can win half a million dollars and stuff. And he wanted to do like a like a weekly like Big Brother podcast, like either with me or with somebody else. He was really getting into the podcast game. He really loved it. He just wanted to talk to people. Right. Uh, right. He he really enjoyed doing it. He was, uh, but he was so into like like all like the cool like whatever is like cool on tv your dad was like up on all that stuff and i don't want a lot of tv but he was like up on all these like shows and the funny thing is like he basically watched everything my wife watches but i don't watch right and so like it was just so funny to see the stuff he that he was into uh you know because he, you know he comes off like if you don't know anything about him is like you know this big like you know um big presence who wouldn't be bothered watching stuff like that but he watched stuff like that he was like he super did. yeah yeah, my dad, he, he certainly watched a lot of TV. Yeah, but he was certainly watching tons of stuff. He was always texting me and letting me know about stuff that, um, you know, he wanted me to check out and whatnot. That's um, amazing. That's amazing. Um, do you, uh, you know, do you have anything you want to say to the fans of Dudes of Kung Fu while I got you here? Uh, yeah, um, I want to thank you guys so much. Um, so many of you have reached out to me, you know, you know, since the days of my father have passed. Um, which is just really sweet. I've got I've, the, the amount of Facebook messages and emails and comments and whatnot from you guys was completely overwhelming and just truly, truly, truly sweet. Um, I want everyone to know that my father loved doing this podcast. He loved this show. He loved you guys. He, he loved everything about this show. And, you know, just to think of, you know, what you guys made together, what you, you know, my father and Alex made together, is is something just amazing that you know i don't know what when we're gonna see something like that again right. um i i just my father like i said he just he loved the show he loved the fans and you know he wanted to do this for the next 15 20 years you know what i mean he wanted to do this for a long 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 time absolutely. um absolutely I, well, I miss my yeah i i gotta thank you too because i mean you were the one who came with the idea and uh you're right about your dad always having an audience because I mean, in the years before the dudes of Kung Fu podcast, he was like the guy who started the whole JKD internet forum thing. I mean, right. Yeah. My, my father, you know, had like one of the first Jikendo forums online and he had that, he had that online for a while until he switched over to the, um, the Facebook page. Funny thing about that form, actually, he was getting that form online for free that something happened with, you know, my father started this form way back in the day. So you didn't have reliable internet providers. Right. So something happened one day where at no fault of my father's, the entire form just disappeared one day, one day, everything, everything just got deleted. So that original internet form, they, they apologize. I guess it was, it was driving in a lot of traffic, at least for the right. time. 
they said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna give you the farm for free. You can, we're gonna just host it for free. You wow. you have to pay pay for the dough. So for years, my father was building up this farm and not paying a dime for it. <laughs> All because and I'm and I'm sure. I mean, this was you know so long ago. You know when I was a little kid. I'm sure he called up and you know screamed at these guys. You know what yeah. I mean? And really, really, uh, really made them afraid. But yeah, just you know, starting that form and then moving over to the big JKD Facebook page, yeah, um, and just getting all those members and it was insane. It was right, right. he really did he really did start all that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Hey, John, it was awesome to see you. And I think, you know, this is the first time it was just you and me doing this, right? Like sometimes yeah. you were in the background when your dad was doing it. Dude, I really like talking with you, man. We should do like <laughs> maybe in a future episode, we'll just do one where it says you and me and we'll talk Big Sean stories. I would love to do that, Alex. I would love that. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, I got some other guests coming in, man. It was great seeing you. Thank you so much for all your help. We'll be uh, we'll be in touch as always, man. Stay safe. And Thank you, uh, Alex. You too. Uh, yeah. Awesome, man. Take care. Thank you. All right. Cool. Yeah. So here we go. All right. Uh, wow, that was a lot of fun. Uh, so I have uh, my next guest coming here, and uh, the next guest we have on the uh, on on this episode is actually someone who is a self-described super fan of the dudes of kung fu, and uh, you know has been uh, was a guest one time uh, with me uh, when I was in Florida, and um, you know really great guy uh, Wing Chun. Uh, Wing Chun enthusiast and Wing Chun practitioner, um, but he is the original super fan of Dudes of Kung Fu, and that is our, our good friend Topher. I'm going to let him in here, and uh, it'll just be a second. There we go. All right, cool. Connecting with the audio. Awesome. How's it going, man? Just got to unmute you. Beautiful. How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. How are you doing? Good, good, good. It's uh, it's good to see you, man. You you got some serial killer chic going on. <laughs> yeah. Um. At the start of the pandemic, I just decided, you know what, I'm gonna let it go, and I've just been letting it go ever since. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Gonna see yeah, where you got that, that Florida serial killer thing going on. <laughs> well, you know, Fl Florida man for sure. <laughs> Florida man, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, what, what's the big joke? All you have to do is like type in Florida man and put in your birthday and then some insane story will automatically come up, right? Yep. Or or it's um, if you ever hear a breaking headline, uh, nine times out of 10, it's going to end with Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell tell the audience here. So how did you initially come? Like, how did you find out about the dudes and how did you like get into it? So um, I, years ago, was associated with Big Sean's, the Madigan Martial Arts family through friends and friends. And that's how I got connected with Big Sean on Facebook and things like that. And it was Big Sean who told me, he's like, hey, I'm doing a podcast with a friend of mine. And I, I, I heard it from Big Sean and he said, stay tuned. We're going to post about it. And eventually that's what happened is uh, I saw the first post for Dudes of Kung Fu. Of course, I liked and subscribed right away. Um, and then the Patreon rolled around and I was one of the early on Patreon supporters. And we went from there. And it was just one of those where I just kept liking, subscribing, supporting, you know, getting it out there because I loved what you and Sean were doing. That's amazing. Cause uh, yeah, now that I think about it, it's like, I don't remember the dudes of Kung Fu like without you being around as a fan and I'm thinking like well how is he there so early because like you know obviously some people are going to be up on everything but like yeah we just go back and like I don't remember there was no there was no time before Topher and and 
And so it makes sense that we're actually kind of connected with uh, Big Sean before and that it just was kind of like an extension of that. Yeah, and, and it's, it's really interesting. It's Big Big Sean really opened opened me up to everything and opened me up to meeting you and all of your amazing students and all the other dudes of Kung Fu fans out there uh, that <laughs> we're here, yeah, interacting with now. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I'm just looking through the, uh, I'm looking through the comments here and uh, yeah, um, Steve Shrutt goes, yay, Topher. So you got, you got some fans out there. People know who you are. Um, and uh, oh, someone said, I just subscribed to the Kung Fu Genius today. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, now, I want to ask you, because everyone kind of has a favorite, like Big Sean's story, whether it's a story like firsthand or just something they heard on the podcast. And obviously, you don't have to tell like the whole story or whatever. But do you have any kind of like favorite Big Sean moments or anything that he said that, you know, was that, that you know, rang true for you or anything like that? I do. Um, there was an episode where he mentioned he had seen one of my videos on the dummy and he had mentioned something about it and he liked it. And then he mentioned another gentleman's video and he had talked about the gentleman's sequence being different, but still correct. Right. And one thing that I love about this show and that Big John just definitely it shows the heart of his character and the kind of guy he was came to this guy's defense because the guy was just getting berated uh, apparently on a forum somewhere and john and big sean just goes what are you guys why are people like that right. yeah his sequence is different yeah. all of our sequences are different but his techniques are correct and he just talked about you know this 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 divisiveness this this within our community and him just being like why are we, we're better than this. And just the importance of like, we don't have to rag on somebody because they're dummy or they're Suomtau or something is different. But the genuineness of like, look at their techniques, look at their skills. And somebody's got more balls to put themselves out there right. on the internet. And none of you people do. And I, of course that's the best, the, the big chum moment of like, come on. Come on, you, you, you guys won't put yourself out there. You just want to talk big on a forum. But you know, these people, you know, this guy, his 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 Wing Chun's different, but he still puts himself out there. And you know, that's just <laughs> like the very the like put up or shut up attitude of like Yeah, that was always really great about him. And uh, you know, what what I what I loved about him is that he um he understood the martial arts world and how divisive it was, but I think also because he didn't really teach martial arts professionally. He, although he had taught it at various times, he could always kind of, kind of sit back as like an observer and then say stuff like that, and 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 always had really great um, perspective. Yeah, I remember, I remember when he talked about that, and I also remember just a similar thing. Like there was some like kid who didn't have access to any kind of Wing Chun and just saw something online and did a video of him on some like homemade wooden dummy. And this kid was like from a very poor country and put it up there. And then just like, there were a bunch of people ragging on this guy um, on the internet. And I remember he was just saying like, you know, this martial arts could be a, a savior for this kid. And he's just trying something out there. And these guys are giving him a hard time because he hasn't had any proper instruction or whatever. And it's like, you know, he recognized the genuineness of people going out there and really trying to 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 do something, and I think that's that's why we all love Big Sean, you know. And well, and you know, and that's the thing is, for for those who never spoke to John uh, Big Sean outside of the podcast or anything, he was one hundred percent all the time. 
anytime I texted him or called him or talked to him, he was always up front. He always made time for people, but he was always so upfront about everything. Right. You, you knew where you stood with Big Sean. And yeah. that genuineness to take time for anybody. Yeah. yeah. No matter who you were. Right. Um, it just he was he was so extreme in that. And and I found out, you know, after he passed away, because I uh both John and I have access to the uh Facebook dudes of Kung Fu. So we we both kind of monitor and put stuff on there. And just seeing all the messages coming in from people whom he had interacted with outside of the podcast, like directly by text. And people coming to me and saying like that they went through some depression and Sean was the guy that they talked to and like, and he got them through some stuff and they had, you know, problems with this instructor, that instructor, and they would kind of like, just talk to big Sean about it. And I remember one time I was like, uh, after one of the podcasts, I was like, dude, you are crazy. Cause I remember very early on, he gave out his cell phone number on the podcast. And I was like, Sean, are you crazy? Like, like you don't know who's listening and now they have your phone number. But that was, that was the thing about him is that if, if you sent him a text, if you did what he would answer you and, and he took the time in a way, if I'm quite honest, I, I don't do that with anyone outside of like my circle of friends and family, but he would, he would really put himself out there. And it was like, um, it was incredible. And to hear all of that coming back in. And the interesting thing is there were a couple people that he knew um, they, they, there was no way that they were going to change. And he knew that no matter how much he helped them, they were their own worst enemy. And he still took the time to text with them. And then he would talk to me and like, tell me how, you know, upset he was that he just like could not break through and help this person, but he wouldn't stop trying. And that was, uh, and that's one of the truly remarkable things about Big Sean. Um, I was going to ask you, but you kind of answered it, like what your interaction was like with him, uh, because, uh, like outside of the podcast, uh, you know, had you texted with him and stuff like that? I had, and, and he, um, I mean, like I said, I knew Sean early on in my, my Wing Chun days, and he gave me a piece of information one day. I was texting with him or something, and he, he changed my entire outlook of Wing Chun one day and made me really reevaluate what I was doing and what I was learning. And I, I wrote it down. Wow. Uh, I'm going to read part of it because uh, it was wordy. <laughs> um, but I, I have it saved and I'm going to read the last part because it was the part that as, especially for anybody out there who's beginning their Wing Chun journey real quick, um, you know, it, it really put martial arts in perspective for me. And so I just wanted to read it real quick to everybody. And maybe if this advice helps somebody else out there, it didn't come from me. It came from Big Sean. Um, and this part goes, trying to learn the forms quickly hurt your Kung Fu. You are much more better served by developing the skill sets for each level. Kung Fu is life. Don't rush your life. Enjoy your Kung Fu, savor it, learn from it, just like life. It took me over a year and a half to learn how to feel my center, my core. It was then that I was introduced to the Chum Q. So do yourself a favor and, and do Silum Tao every day. Then work on your other forms. Trust me, it gets more and more important with each piece of the puzzle. 
you always have to go back to Sun Tao. Um, and that that was one of those he I think I had texted him at like 11 o'clock in the morning and he was at work and he like out of nowhere takes the time to send me this big long message. <laughs> Incredible. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Whereas I'd be like, ah, I wrote about it in my book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would take the time amazing right that's incredible that's beautiful but don't rush your life right don't rush your life. and that's the, the big piece of it you know don't rush your life yeah wow wow that's incredible well hey Topher man it was great seeing you sorry to have to cut it short I got a couple more guests I have on tonight and before I bring those other guests on I'm gonna tell my favorite Big Sean story, which I might have told you last year in Florida. I, I think you I think did you, tell me. I know the story. I know which story it is, right? So I'm finally, I'm because I was always itching to tell it. So I would tell people because it was so great. Um, it, but I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to tell the story tonight, man. So we'll uh, we'll be in touch, man, and uh, and we will have you on as another uh, future uh, uh, guest for this uh, legacy uh, podcast here. Thank All you, right, so man. Much. Thanks for coming by, man. Take care. Stay safe. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. Beautiful. Okay. So uh, before I bring uh, my last set of guests on here, I want to uh, tell you guys my favorite Big Sean story. So um, let me just make sure I didn't miss anything here. Okay. So super important before I tell this story is that um, I'm paraphrasing. Okay. Big Sean told me this story uh after one of our episodes right like so we finished recording just like I, I was talking about earlier and after um he brought this up and so some of you who are around from the old forum days actually might know this so i'm not claiming that there's no one out there who hasn't heard this story from sean but i just i know that i had mentioned the story to a couple people who knew sean personally uh, including some of his students and they had not heard the story yet so uh, you know, I apologize if you have heard the story. Maybe you guys, maybe someone who heard the story from Sean, maybe you remember some details a little bit better than uh, I do. But I'm going to try to say it in the most neutral way so as to not let any kind of details get in the way. But this is one of my favorite Big Sean stories. So for those, you know, for us as Wing Chun practitioners, whether we also do Jeet Kune Do or don't do Jeet Kune Do, most Wing Chun people are also Bruce Lee fans. And many Wing Chun people have come to Wing Chun because of Bruce Lee. Uh, I am no exception to that. And we all know about the famous fight between Bruce Lee and Wong Jack Man, uh, which happened in you know 1964 or something like that. And uh, I actually talk about this fight on my um, for the, on the first episode of the Kung Fu Genius podcast, which is going to hit right. Uh, it's actually going to hit in 20 minutes. So for those of you uh, who are subscribed to my YouTube channel in at 7:30 Eastern Standard Time, my the first episode of the Kung Fu Genius podcast is uh, is going to hit the video. It's already the audio version is already out. And uh, I talk about uh, a phone conversation that Bruce Lee had with uh, Daniel Lee, and I talk a little bit about Wong Jack Man and similar things. So anyway, um, we're all kind of like most people who are Bruce Lee fans kind of are not huge Wong Jack Man fans, not because he lost, but because we know that in the years after he tended to talk a little bit and pretend like, oh, they're, they're, you know, maybe the fight wasn't so clear or maybe, maybe he beat Bruce or whatever. And whenever people say that the fight between Bruce Lee and Wong Jack Man was controversial, I'm always like, what, what's the controversy? There was no controversy. All, all the witnesses who were there 
it's pretty clear what happened. And, uh, but anyway, I'm not here to relitigate that. But uh, so here, I'm going to tell the story. Now, again, I'm paraphrasing. Big Sean told me this story maybe four years ago, three years ago. And so I apologize if some of the details are not 100%. And maybe there's someone out there listening now who knows the exact details and can maybe tell the story a little bit better, to which I would be more than happy to have someone come sit and tell the story better than I can. But I'm going to tell it in a really simple way and tell you why. This is something that you can absolutely respect Big Sean for. And Big Sean is the one person in Wing Chun or Jeet Kune Do who did the one thing or that we all wish we could do in regards to the Wong Jack Man story. So on his forum, uh, a you know, number of years ago, I mean, this is like in the early days, uh, you know, the big JKD forum, there was a, you know, in the old days on forums when people were, you know, nowadays it's just all on social media, people commenting back and forth. But in the old days, it was like you had a thread and then people would comment back and, you know, this guy would say this. And when it got kind of hot, they would call those, I think, flame wars or something like that. Right. And so, you know, I, the, the topic of Wong Jack Man came up in the big JKD forum. And, you know, this is being relitigated for the umpteenth time that year probably right um just like there's always these perennial topics in wing chun and jeet kundo you know uh william chung and Emin bostepe and you know the, the wong jack man fight and uh, the successorship to yip man i mean the constant topics that always come up that just tend to inflame people right and so you know the jkd people are obviously going to be very pro bruce lee and apparently some of wong jack man's students hopped onto the forum and they were like saying, no, it's not true. Like actually Wong Jack Man, you know, was the winner and Bruce Lee's not so great and blah, 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 blah. And then you can imagine, this is like back and forth, flaming war back and forth between like, you know, uh, the JKD faction and the Wong Jack Man students, right? And, um, and so uh, apparently it got so heated uh, that, you know, some very ugly things were said. And Sean chimed in and, and said a few things that were not very nice about the, the late Mr. Wong, all right, Sifu Wong, right? And uh, Sean apparently had his phone number, his cell phone number, I presume, or his home number, I don't know, uh, somewhere listed on that JKD forum. And so, Wong, one of Wong Jack Man's students called Big Sean uh, while this flame war was going on. And uh, so the phone rings and Big Sean picks it up and the student of uh, Wong Jack Man says, you know, hey, I am blah, 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 student of Wong Jack Man. And you said some very offensive stuff about my Sifu. And I really think you should apologize to him for what you said. And luckily, my Sifu is here and I'm gonna put him on the phone so you can apologize to him directly. And Big Sean, of course, is taken aback, like, whoa, this is crazy. The student of Wong Jack Man puts Wong Jack Man on the phone with Big Sean Madigan. Wong Jack Man. The guy who had the fight with Bruce Lee, the a controversial fight, he's on the phone with Big Sean. And Big Sean, this is what he told me. 
this is the part that I do, you know, exactly how the phone call came to be and exactly how, like, I, th those details I might be a little bit off. But this, I will never forget to my dying breath. Big Sean said, this is Sifu Wong? Sifu Wong Jack Man? And the, the gentleman said, yes. And he goes, Sifu Wong Jack Man who, who, who fought with Bruce Lee? Yes, that is me. Okay. Well, if you don't tell your students to stop talking shit on the forum, I'm going to show up and continue the beating that Bruce Lee started in 1964. And I was like, you said that to Wong Jack Man? That is literally what every fan and person who loves Bruce Lee would have loved to have had the chance to go up to Wong Jack Man and say, what, you want to say something about that fight? <laughs> and no one had the chance. Big Sean Madigan told off Wong Jack Man, not to his face, to his ear. Holy crap. When he told me that story, my jaw was on the floor. Now, the addendum to that story is that uh, 10 minutes later, he got a phone call, I don't know, from the Lee estate or, or perhaps from his Sifu, Steve Golden, uh, that uh, Wong Jack Man called the estate and threatened some kind of litigation or whatever. And so, you know, Big Sean got a call that like, oh, maybe you should take that stuff down or whatever, because I... Wong Jack Man got upset um, and uh, they had to kind of, I, I don't know, take down the post or whatever it was. Like, again, those details, I'm not sure. But I will always remember, I will continue the beating that Bruce Lee started on you in 1964. Big Sean Madigan said that to Wong Jack Man. Wow. He told me that story and he was like, yeah, you know, like the estate got upset because, you know, like maybe they had an agreement with not to talk about Wong Jack Man or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so he had to kind of, so even to his dying day, Sean was still worried that, uh, you know, that there would be some kind of, I don't know, the estate would get upset. Well, I mean, first of all, Wong Sivu has passed away, all right? And, you know, this is an old story now at this point. I'm not worried about Linda Lee uh, trying to sue me for this story at this point. I don't think anyone cares. So um, Big Sean didn't want to say it. And uh, I, I, I felt the need to tell you guys that story because it says a lot about Sean that he would, you know, say something like that and stick up for someone like Bruce Lee posthumously and, you know, wouldn't back down to someone like Wong Jack Man, just as any JKD and Wing Chun and proper fan of Bruce Lee should never back down to the Wong Jack Man faction. All right. So anyway, I thought that was like unbelievable. Right. And uh, yeah, so, so I said comments here in Big Sean's voice. That's awesome. Right. So if, now that I've told you this story, Again, I didn't do it all the time, but if you hear some of the old episodes, occasionally you can kind of tell I was prodding to get him to tell this story. Like, hey, it makes sure wasn't that like wasn't someone talked to you know him on the phone or something like that? Like, blah, blah, blah. And he would change the subject really quick, right? And I, I would always like be like, Sean, you you gotta tell that Wong Jack Man story, right? And my the only thing that I regret is that um the story was much better when Sean told it, right? There's no way I can really, you know, you guys can imagine in his voice and the way he would say, it. and of course he would say some details that maybe I don't quite remember or wouldn't get right. And, uh, you know, it would have been nicer for you guys to have heard it from, from Big Sean, but 
you heard it from me, so I, I hope it. Uh, I hope it's good enough. All right. Okay. So I got a couple. I got a couple more guests here. Um, we have uh, two of Big Sean's students, his longtime students, um, Seth and uh, Seth McCollum and uh, Chris Kennedy. I'm going to bring them in here, and we'll see how it works with all of these guests. Amazing. Cool. You guys connect into audio. Right, fantastic. All right, let me just make sure. Uh, make sure you unmute yourself, guys. You guys can make sure you're not muted. Awesome. Cool. Am I good? And also, you do me a favor. Like, I don't know if you have Facebook on. Make sure you turn the audio off because there's like a five second delay to Facebook, and you don't want to get any weird feedback or anything like that. Hey, it's so cool to see you guys. Uh, um, you too, man. You guys, hey, all, you guys all look very relaxed at home. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I figured, you know, there's two of you, and so why I feel like a real professional game show host here. I have to, I have to now host two different people. Before it was just one. Now, now it's like two. So what I'll do is probably just have you guys kind of, kind of take turns or whatever, um, which will probably be easier, so we can avoid uh, talking over <clears> each other. So you guys, of everyone who's been on tonight, well, obviously with the exception of you know Big Sean's son, uh, but you guys have known Big Sean the longest, uh, certainly much longer that, than I have, and you guys are longtime students of his. So I. I thought, um, you know, we had a lot of perspective from the podcast era of Big Sean. So it'd be kind of cool to hear maybe uh, some of you guys tell some stories, uh, you know, maybe outside of the realm of the podcast. So um, so let's start with you, Seth. Um, so, you know, what, give me like a, a, a I mean, there's so many when it comes to Big Sean in terms of like favorite stories and stuff that he's done. It could be something funny. It could be something heartfelt, whatever. But like, you know, maybe give me like a, a, a good Big Sean story from all your years of knowing him. So I was I was try trying to think of this since you since you emailed me earlier today, because there's so many like you said, there's so many stories you can't tell. <laughs> um, but I thought this one was kind of funny. It's kind of embarrassing for me, but um, I don't know, four or five years ago, uh, Chris and I became disciples of Sean's in, uh, Wing Chun. And he, I think this kind of is funny for the podcast because he was always trying to learn Cantonese and, and whatever. And so he had come up with our Chinese names. <laughs> and so he said that mine meant honor or honorable or something like that. And he said it was, um, guang or something like that is how he how he said it okay and so i looked it up when we got when we were driving back to massachusetts and the first thing that came up when i looked it up in the urban dictionary was man with curly penis <laughs> <laughs> and i called him and i go i don't i don't think that's what that i don't i couldn't find anything that said honorable and uh and i think he said he talked to your wife and found a new name, but he never sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so your by C name is Curly Penis. <laughs> yeah. So my my my, you know, Big J Kitty Wing Chung family name is Man with Curly Penis. That is so funny. <laughs> Chinese, they have words for everything, man. So you know, I'm not even I'm not even shocked. I'll I'll ask my wife. Maybe she has some old correspondence with him. Maybe she. Maybe she created it or whatever, and he just never told you about. That's so. Funny. But he butchered Cantonese always, even even when naming a disciple. <laughs> That's funny because you know, shortly um, shortly before uh, Big Sean passed, one of my last 
email exchanges with him was there was a fan on Twitter, a Dudes of Kung Fu fan, that uh, said something like, oh, I love it when Sean pronounces Jeet Kune Do on, you know, on the podcast, because Big Sean would say in his very Brooklyn accent, he would say, uh, chicken dough, right? Chicken dough, something like that, right? And the guy wrote it like C-H-I-K, almost like Chick-fil-A, like C-H-I-K, then N apostrophe, and then D-O-U-G-H, right? Chicken dough, right? And then so I thought it was so funny, like chicken dough, and I sent it to him. I'm like, you know, this guy says, like, you say chicken dough, like chicken dough. He's like, who is it? Who said that? And I'm like, it's just a fan from Twitter. He's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> like, he was like, totally fine with that. Like, um, that is so funny. Yeah, him butchering the Cantonese was like a perennial thing. And um, it was funny. We always tried to do the, I'm going to teach you a Cantonese word or Cantonese phrase every episode. But you know how it is with Sean, you, you start talking about something and things get going. And then by the end of the podcast over, like, oh, I forgot to do a Cantonese word. But many of our fans would lose their shit because their the favorite their favorite part of the podcast was sean like butchering the crap out of like whatever the hell i told him to say right it was amazing um, yeah, that's why i thought that was a good story him butchering it again <laughs> great one. um yeah chris uh same question so like uh what um you know a story great you know something that sticks out from the many stories you undoubtedly have yeah, um, trying to go through and see which ones we actually can tell on here. Uh, Seth and I have been with him since 99, I think it was, 2000, right around there. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, Seth went down, I think in 2000, I went down 2001 for the first time. So it's, you know, going on 20 years, thankfully. Um, you know, not, I mean, we've slept at his house numerous times, countless conversations around the, the dinner table about everything from from martial arts to family to to everything else in between and not one story sticks out but just his enthusiasm for life and the littlest things that we could mention to do with our family or you know a breakthrough in Wing Chun or Jeet Kune Do or, or anything else and, and like that gentleman just commented you know his reply would just be that's that's awesome you know like it could be the it could be the littlest thing like oh you know just shooting the shit with him on the phone and oh my daughter had a soccer game today and you know we went did this oh my god that you know that that's so awesome you know that's so great you know just taking appreciation for the littlest things in life and he would get so excited and so honestly happy for you that it, it just you know we try to remember that every day, how Sean would look at something, you know, not since he's passed, but when he was alive too, you just take those lessons of the person he was and, and just use them in everyday life. Cause his humility was so great that, you know, something we would take for granted to him, he would just think it was the most exceptional thing and the most awesome thing. And, you know, something we would take for granted, he would just, he would, acknowledge that it was such an amazing either accomplishment or achievement or moment or, or or anything like that and it was just you know he was just so genuine and humble and he taught us to just appreciate every little thing and i can't thank him enough for that and, and somebody things. uh wwsmd you know what would sean madigan do <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the, yeah that's incredible yeah and i think like for people who didn't have a chance to know him personally like that's really the thing that sticks out about him now for both of you guys um i want to tell you you guys know about his instructional videos that he made back in the day which he referenced a couple times on the podcast about how he started selling these things and they started to really sell like hotcakes and then he had recently like uncovered them again and watched them and he was like oh my god like what was i teaching back then and he had this idea that he wanted to do a video podcast where we would watch those videos and roast them <laughs> on the podcast so i am now in possession of these videos so I think that um, in an upcoming episode, I think that we should watch them and in very big Sean fashion, because, <laughs> you know, the thing about Sean is he gave everyone a lot of shit, but he was also able to take it. He was never a, a poor sport about any of that stuff. So I think that we should have an episode, a, a live legacy episode where we go and we'll play some, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll cue up some clips or whatever. And you guys can talk a little bit about, you know, maybe how he was teaching things to you guys much later. And then we can kind of look at what he was doing back then and, you know, roast the shit out of his hair or what he was wearing, <laughs> which, you know, he would definitely have done if the, you know, if it was the other way around, right? Um, I think that would be a really fun episode and I would really appreciate it if you guys would do that with me because no one Absolutely. knows thought from a Jake perspective better than you guys. So that would be amazing. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. Well, hey, dude, it was awesome seeing you guys. I also want to let everyone know while I still have you guys on, um, I'm planning to write a, um, a Dudes of Kung Fu book. And it's going to be called Dudes of Kung Fu, The Big Sean Era. And it's uh, basically going to be like an episode guide. So for those of you, we had a post a few weeks ago about like helping us find the best of clips um, and we asked people to help us with the different seasons and everything like that. And, uh, you know, like, what are your favorite little quotable clips? Tell us the season, tell us the timestamp. And so what we're doing is we're going to make actual audio clips of that and then put those out there, like maybe do a best of Sean, uh, Madigan, Dudes of Kung Fu, like where it's just him nonstop talking shit to me or whatever. Uh, and for all of you guys who have been helping us, I just want to, I know we've been I uh, haven't been uh, answering you guys in the last weeks. We've been so busy, but thank you so much for your tremendous effort. We have like all the seasons, best of for all the seasons. Everyone came and gave us everything. It was amazing. So what I'm going to do with that, I'll probably ask John Madigan to do the audio clips and release those as like best of Sean episodes, but I'm going to write a book. And it's not going to be a crazy book. Um, it's going to be like a little bit about how the podcast came to be. And then I'm going to write season by season I'm going to do all the different episodes and then talk about it with any little backstories or anything that people didn't know. And then we'll put like kind of best of quotes from each episode. And I'll give kind of like, and I'll have a section like the wisdom of Sean Madigan and just have like all of his like, you know, very insightful and heartfelt like quips that he had and funny stories and things like that. And what we want to do is create, uh, create this book and have all, um, profits after costs go to uh, go to a charity uh, that, uh, you know, that Big Sean would have stood behind. And so we're still figuring out which one that's going to be. So I'm going to be doing that. So for those of you who uh, helped us out with all that best of stuff, we'll put it together as an audio version, but uh, I'm planning on writing a little book and I'll, I'll try to do that as quickly as, as I can. So obviously I might be asking you guys for some contributions on that stuff cool. as well. And uh, that would be, uh, that would be amazing. So Thank you guys so much for coming. It was awesome seeing you guys again. 
Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys in a future episode and we'll, we'll roast the hell out of Sean. All right. Sounds good, right, bro. Good. Take it easy, man. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good one. See you. All right. Okay, cool. Well, as I'm, uh, as I'm wrapping up here, I uh, just want to uh, uh, tell you guys a couple things. Um, as uh, a lot of you guys know, I, I'm starting my own podcast. And the whole point of my podcast was, I had actually been planning it for a while. Big Sean wanted to do his own little mini podcast. And as John said, he also wanted to do a Big Brother podcast or whatever. Um, uh, Sean really wanted to do like a Jeet Kune Do blueprint where he would just do JKD stuff and just focus on that stuff. And I wanted to do like a Kung Fu Genius podcast where I would talk about Kung Fu Genius shit, whatever the hell that is, right? So not just Wing Chun and Jeet Kune Do, but uh, Kung Fu movies and, you know, all sorts of geeky nonsense that uh, I find interesting. And so we had always planned to do these side projects, but we were always still going to do the dudes of, uh, of Kung Fu. So like we'd each have our own thing, but we'd still do the dudes together. Well, obviously now with this passing, that's kind of changed everything. And so I've recorded the first episode of the Kung Fu Genius podcast, and it's going to be uh, both as a video format with me and my partner, uh, Dre, uh, kind of talking back and forth. And I'm going to have guests and we're going to, every episode is going to be a dive into like a different topic. Uh, so it's going to be a, a, a slightly tighter format. Like we're going to talk about one thing for the whole episode. And uh, the first one is coming out. It just premiered. Let's see what time is it now. Double check. It just premiered on YouTube two minutes ago. Uh, and uh, so you guys can watch it. It's like about 47 minutes long. And uh, it's also going to be available as an audio podcast. It's on Podbean. In a couple of days, it'll be on iTunes and Stitcher, Spotify. It'll be everywhere uh, where you can get audio podcasts, but it's also going to be on video on my YouTube channel, Kung Fu Genius. So if you guys would do me a huge favor, go uh, to YouTube, go to Kung Fu Genius uh, channel on YouTube, subscribe to the Kung Fu Genius, but also hit that bell for notifications so you know when new stuff comes out and you guys can watch the first episode of the Kung Fu Genius and I uh, hope, uh, hope you guys enjoy it. It's not Dudes of Kung Fu. Uh, nothing can be Dudes of Kung Fu without Big Sean. But I will come back here about every four, four to six weeks, depending on my schedule. And we'll do something like this. We'll do a live episode. You guys shoot the shit with me. I'll have a different guest on. And most likely, I'll probably start doing it on Fridays. I just did it on Wednesday because I got something to do this Friday. Uh, so, But it also lined up with the uh, start of my, my own podcast. So I definitely appreciate the support there. We got lots of new stuff coming down for my podcast and we'll still be posting on dudes of Kung Fu Instagram. So stay there, you know, help us uh, keep the word out. And uh, you know, you can still send me ideas uh, for guests and things like that. You would like to, for me to have here um, opposite me on the uh, dudes of Kung Fu legacy live. So we're going to re we're going to rebrand this podcast as like the dudes of Kung Fu legacy podcast because it's now a legacy, the Big Sean era is done. And so um, it will, um, you know, it's going to be different. We'll have an audio version of these podcasts, but these will live mostly on Facebook, but we'll still put the audio version of this on the Dudes of Kung Fu stream, uh, just like Kung Fu Genius will be both on YouTube and then on audio as well. So we'll give it to you in as many ways as you can. All right. So thank you so much for joining us today and helping me celebrate Big Sean. We couldn't have done it without you, and uh, I'm getting choked up. I can't do that because I can hear Big Sean laughing at me and, and calling me a wuss for doing for getting choked up. But uh, Big Sean means a lot to me, and so did this podcast. So thank you guys for helping me get through it. All right? Uh, I'm not going to cry. <clears throat> I'm going to suck it in. Thank you, guys. Take care. Be safe. We'll see you guys soon. And check out my uh, new podcast. Bye-bye. Stay safe.